journey into a world where nightmare becomes reality. to the world of horror. My name's Andy. The early 70s were the heyday of Spanish horror, with many young directors getting their first chance to make films. One such director was Francisco Lara Palope. He chose to make a horror film very much inspired by Mario Bava and Antonio Margheriti in the Gothic tradition. There were two veteran film actresses that joined him on this film. The first was Ida Galli. In this film, she's credited as Evelyn Stewart. She's an Italian film actress best known for her roles in spaghetti westerns and giallo films in the 60s and 70s. And she has many horror credits to her name. And then also, veteran actress Analia Gade lended her talents to the film. She has lots of credits in Spanish film. So Francisco Larpelo is mostly known for sexploitation movies. The Spanish horror movie was his directorial debut. That is The Murder Mansion from 1972. But there's one good thing. We're near a cemetery. I keep having the sensation that we've crossed the frontier between the real and the unreal. The fog isn't usually this enveloping. She was a witch, so they say. Do you think the vampire was her aunt? I want to find out what's going on here. So in this movie, you have several seemingly random travelers on the road. And they all seem to happen upon various misfortunes that lead them to this mansion surrounded by fog in a remote location. As they all congregate at the mansion, they begin to learn each other's secrets, somewhat. As the movie goes along, you begin to wonder if the strange stories about a local vampire and an old witch are actually true. You wonder, is the mysterious Mrs. Clinton, the owner of the mansion, is she involved in the mysteries happening somehow? Or is she just another victim along with the others? This movie is a well done mystery set in an old dark house. It's similar to along the lines of House on Haunted Hill. Very much the same setup. But there are plenty of twists and turns along the way. You really don't know who you're rooting for in this movie. Like I said, there's several people that we're introduced to in the very beginning, and they all happen to meet up at the same place. And we do get some character depth in this movie, as we see flashbacks to one of the main characters, which is Elsa. And these flashbacks really lead us along the story and develop the story. Kind of give us hints as to what may be happening within the house. Now the sets on this movie are excellent. The setting is a mansion right next to an old foggy cemetery. And I have to say, you know, this was filmed on a film set. And so the locations were very well done. Um, if you like, if you're a fan of Mario Bava and any of those old Gothic movies in the sixties and the seventies, I think you will enjoy this one very much. There are a couple of ghostly people. There's this mysterious chauffeur, a large man that looks kind of like a zombie. 
it's pretty freaky looking and then there is also a old woman who is believed to be a witch that was thought to have died in the past maybe she's rose from the grave who knows the the mansion itself is really laid out interesting you have the main living room where most of the dialogue takes place where the people the the visitors of this house kind of collect at first and then they go off into their separate rooms to go to sleep for the night but then you also have the basement and there are plenty of passageways going to destinations unknown it's very mysterious and very creepy down there and it just adds to the mystery because there's noises down there you see things down there you're just not really sure what is happening and i love how the house the old mansion is decorated in these weird old satanic paintings it just gives the house a really creepy vibe this movie just really keeps you guessing i, I like that the character of mrs clinton because you really don't know what her intentions are because like i said she's the owner of the house and you're wondering does she have evil intentions for her guests and you really have to watch until the end to find out i like the cutscenes in this movie because as they're speaking about certain things the movie cuts to those things such as when they're describing the chauffeur it kind of cuts to the chauffeur stalking around the grounds outside the house and i really like that visual style so the final reveal at the end is really a great payoff you you get everything kind of tied up the the whole plot was a little vague to me but i think i figured it out and i hopefully you will too i don't want to go too much into spoilers in case you're going to go venture out and see this movie but the payoff is really well done there's lots of twists and turns there's lots of like double crossing and things like that so i think for any mystery fan you're really going to like the ending. You're going to like this movie overall. It is a slower paced film, but I think there's enough uh, creepiness going on throughout the movie that it keeps you interested. And it has about the same pace as House on a Haunted Hill. And I think fans of that film will really enjoy this film as well. There's not a ton of special effects in this movie. Um, it's really left just to the atmosphere to give you the chills. So there's one scene towards the end where there's... Uh, an interesting death I'll just say that um, but otherwise it is really just left up to the atmosphere and this film does build up a great atmosphere with the set pieces the set designs are just really excellent you just got to give credit to whoever made these sets up on the uh, the filming set and whoever operated that fog machine they were really they were really earning their pay that day and we do have kind of a happy ending too at the end um, I think you know like I said, there's a lot of people introduced at the beginning, but as the movie goes on, you start to kind of get a feel for each character, and you really start to lean towards a couple of characters, I think, as the favorites, of the, the crowd favorites. And so there's, there's a pretty, ha well, pretty nice ending for them at the very end as they ride off into the sunset. You know, I'll just say that much. The version that I watched on Tubi, was really nice it must have been the hd version from vinegar syndrome i will say that is a nice uh transfer of this film i suspect that the previous versions on dvd and vhs were not very good but this version that vinegar syndrome put out was excellent so i highly recommend getting the vinegar syndrome blu-ray i think it's actually part of a set called forgotten jolly i think it's volume three so you get a couple other movies in that set but uh, on Tubi, it's free to check it out. And you get that nice HD transfer on there. So I definitely recommend you go ch to Tubi and check it out. 
And I have to say, I really enjoyed this movie. It's a, it's a great mystery. It's got a great atmosphere. And it really makes me want to dive into some of these early 70s Spanish films more. I know that I've talked about a couple already, you know, with these forgotten horror movies. A lot of them are these Spanish, older Spanish horror films, like The Witch's Mountain, that I talked about in a previous episode. So I think that I'm really going to have a fun time. I think there's going to be more Spanish movies coming along too. Uh, more Spanish horror movies from the 70s coming along. So I'm really going to, I'm really excited for those. You know, a lot of these were part of this nightmare theater package that was sold to TV stations in like the 70s and 80s. Uh, you know, things that they could show late at night for their, uh, you know, Friday Fright Nights or Creature Features or whatever. Uh, you know, these were just kind of like cheap movies that they could sell, that Avco Embassy could sell to these TV stations. It was like good cheesy horror movies that they could show uh, with their hor local horror hosts. I know I've talked about The Witch's Mountain was part of that package, and I can't remember what else was, but I'm sure there was there, there, I mean, there's several movies in that package, and I probably will talk about more of those as the series goes on. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode and listening to me talk about some forgotten horror. These are movies that I really enjoy, and I hope that I've helped you discover some movies that you'll enjoy too. You've been listening to The World of Horror.